Hello and welcome back to another episode of Science Today. I am your host, Kira Regan. This week we will be discussing methods for microfluidics and men's development and how these processes are affecting our world today. I have here to speak about this exciting topic, Dr. Anna Raymond and Dr. Austin Mam, two experts in the field of nanotechnology. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. We are excited to join the show today. To start us off, Dr. Raymond, why don't you tell us a little something about microfluidics? Microfluidics mainly deals with the behavior, control, and manipulation of fluids that are geometrically constrained to a small micro scale. More generally, it is a very small system on a scale of nanometers that deals with a small volume of fluid with very low energy consumption. The systems function based on a pressure drop across channels in a substrate or material. Great! Now can you give us an application or use for microfluidics in the real world? In other words, why is it worth putting all this time and money into the research of these technologies? Microfluidic systems can be designed to obtain and process measurements from small or complex fluids with efficiency and speed and without the need for an expert operator. These unique sets of capabilities are precisely what is needed to create portable, point-of-care medical diagnostic systems. Today, the potential of microfluidic technologies to enhance the decentralization of medical testing is becoming accepted as one element in the evolution of healthcare. This new microfluidic diagnostic technology may be adopted first for civilian healthcare in the developing world. Immediate test results without a trip to the doctor's office could also be impactful in countries like the United States. Thank you. What an interesting topic. Now we are going to move on to MEMS development. Dr. Mam, would you mind giving us a quick overview of what exactly MEMS is? MEMS stands for Microelectromechanical Systems. These are small devices and systems that integrate mechanical and electrical components. They can be found in various larger devices such as inkjet printer cartridges, optical scanners, accelerometers, and pressure sensors. Fascinating. Could you give us an example of a method of men's development? Photolithography is one of the fabrication methods used to create MEMS and integrated circuits. In this method, the main wafer of the system is silicon, which gets coated in a thin layer of photoresist. During the process of photolithography, UV light is shown through a mask onto the photoresist, which cause either the exposed photoresist to crosslink and harden, or for this portion of the photoresist to etch away. Both these methods, known as positive and negative photolithography respectively, result in the silicon being imprinted with the design presented in the original mask. Now, how exactly does this tie into microfluidics? In the simplest terms, one can use photolithography to create a MEMS device with channels nanometers wide that can then use microfluidics to do small-scale tests. Well, that's all we have time for today. 
A special thank you to our guests. Join us next week as we discuss additive manufacturing. I am your host, Kira Vegan. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Science Today.